Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What a world! Welcome and all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from UTB and from Radio as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, January 13th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you are excited. It's playoffs, baby. That's right. The Dallas Cowboys are playing in a playoff game, hosting a playoff game, and not just hosting a playoff game, but hosting a playoff game against a huge historic playoff rival in the San Francisco 49ers. This week is juicy. I mean, man, I am so pumped. I am so excited. Like, it's been a while since I've been this pumped for a Cowboys game because, you know, I didn't have the same, like, hype around the Cowboys-Chiefs game. I didn't really view it as the Super Bowl preview that a lot of people did. And, you know, the division games are fun and whatnot, but, like, this is different. This this is this has been two years in the making. I mean, three years in the making. Obviously, two years ago, the, the Cowboys were not great in 2019. They, you know, made it cute there at the very end. But this has been why Mike McCarthy was hired. Or, or rather, this was what we envisioned. We were told, okay, this is the head coach. This is the guy. He's going to be the difference maker. And so I am very, very, very excited to see what this team looks like in the position that we have been waiting to get to for a very, very long time now. And I'm excited that it's a new chapter in the historic Cowboys-Niners rivalry. I mean, you know, you know, I've, you know, just like a lot of you, I've, you know, watched these games over and over and over again, talk to my dad about them, talk to friends about them, talk to, you know, my uncles and, and just, you know, it, it is kind of a legacy thing. This is so cool to me that we get to see this, this new chapter written um, that many people have seen before, you know, so many people have, have seen this in, you know, when they were in their twenties or thirties or whatever, and now their kids get to see it in their twenties and their thirties. It's just, it's really cool to me. This is a really cool experience and I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, we've had a lot of great content this week here on the podcast network, getting ready for the matchup against the Niners. Wanted to get somebody on who knows the Niners very well, somebody who I know very well. Uh, I host a lot of shows. I'm, I'm a part of a lot of a show of a lot of shows um, here. Man, if I could speak, you know, you would think being a part of a lot of shows that, you know, I would get these words right, um, you know, every once in a while. But um, I'm a part of a lot of shows, do shows with different people. One show that I do not here on the blog and the boys network, but is over at the SB Nation NFL show. That is a, a show that we have at SB Nation, a national show where we talk about the NFL as a whole, and it's same kind of formula as this. We have different shows that come out every single day. You can hear me there on Mondays and on Thursdays, which is today. Uh, every Thursday, myself, Rob Stats Guerrero, we host The Look Ahead, where 
we do that. We look ahead at the week to come. We predict the games. We discuss the matchups, important storylines, et cetera, et cetera. So Stats and I, Rob Stats Guerrero, Stats is his nickname. Uh, Stats and I today have a new episode out over at SB Nation. Um, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, leave a rating, write a review, those things. Always appreciated, just like they are here at Blogging the Boys. And uh, he and I went through every single playoff game, obviously including the Cowboys-Niners matchup. We will include that audio from that conversation here on your Blog on the Boys podcast network if you want to hear it. Um, and of course, if you want to hear us discuss the other games, you can go there as well. But I wanted to get stats on for a longer discussion here just to kind of, you know, Cowboys Niners it up. Uh, he's on Twitter at Stats on Fire. Great NFL mind, great person, great friend of mine. Like I said, heavily encourage you to go follow him. Uh, if you want to see what Stats looks like, he will also be on the Blog on the Boys preview show where we'll touch on this game again. I mean, it's a big game, which involves a lot of previewing, a lot of discussion. Uh, nobody knows the 49ers like he does. He does cover them for Niners Nation, SB Nation's home for San Francisco 49ers content. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get to it. Here is Rob Stats Guerrero from Niners Nation on the Ocho to talk about Dallas Cowboys 49ers. I don't even say San Francisco. The Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers meeting up on Sunday in the wild card round. Pleased to be joined now by the one, the only, the legendary, the incomparable, supremely handsome, supremely talented, not as tall as I thought. Uh, if you listen to the SB Nation NFL show, you get to hear he and I go back and forth every Thursday on the look ahead from Niners Nation, SB Nation's home for San Francisco 49ers content. And really straight from my heart, it is Rob Stats Guerrera. Stats, welcome to Blogging the Boys. See, you're being nice to me now, but then once we start talking about this game, I, the claws are going to come out. I don't, I don't use claws. I'm, I'm never, never a controversial clawy type of guy. You know that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there are few. Actually, I was going to say there are few, but there are a lot. Actually, a lot of people that I podcast with on a regular basis. Uh, but stats is one of them. I highly encourage everyone to go over to the SB Nation NFL show. We have shows that come out every single day covering the league as a whole, and every Thursday. Uh, Stats and I will still be here throughout the offseason, but we normally preview the slate of games that is to come. This episode of the Ocho that you're listening to here at BTB, it's dropping on Thursday. So Stats and I will have a new episode over there today. Stats, um, are you going to predict a 49ers or Cowboys win? I'm going to predict a 49ers win. Are you serious? Come on now. So... For anyone who is not aware, Stats has hated all over the 49ers this season. He has dragged them. I don't, I honestly don't know anyone who hates Jimmy Garoppolo more than he <laughs> does. Uh, so, um, all that being said, Stats, you are now ready to pick the team that is led by the quarterback who, fully healthy, is not legitimate, but now has a thumb issue that is uh, prohibiting him from being uh, fully ready to go. You are that confident in Kyle Shanahan, who you thought should be fired to a degree uh, way back in the earlier days of this season. I was frustrated with Kyle's handling of some of the personnel, not as a play caller. As a play caller, he's still one of the best. He was absolutely in his bag against the Rams last week. And here's the deal. We know the Kyle Shanahan game plan for the playoffs. It's make Jimmy Garoppolo do as little work as possible. Remember, this is a guy that threw eight passes in the NFC Championship game in 2019. He threw eight. He only completed six. So Kyle Shanahan knows how to keep Jimmy Garoppolo from shooting himself in the foot in a big playoff game. And the 49ers are going to be able to run on the Cowboys. And when the Niners can run on you, you're in trouble. So... We all know the template, right? I mean, you just laid it out right there. What what happens when it doesn't go to script 
for, for the 49ers. Because that's, you know, look, we're all, you know, getting a little bit more caught up on the 49ers. Everyone's been so focused on their own teams and stuff over the last month or so. What happens? Are You're down 17 to nothing in a, in a must-win game, and, and Stats is, is tweeting out disparaging things about the coaching staff on Twitter at Stats on Fire. I mean, I, I don't know that they could pull a rabbit out of their hat like that back-to-back weeks in a row because this is a turnover-prone quarterback, and this is a team, and you know this certainly almost better than I, uh, this is a Dallas Cowboys defense that is very good at capitalizing on turnovers. They have, uh, they are tied rather for the highest point differential or ter- point differential turnover differential in the NFL. That seems like a recipe that does not bode well for Kyle Shanahan's offense. That is clearly going to be what this game hinges on. In the four games this year, the Cowboys didn't force a turnover on defense. They gave up an average of 400 yards per game, which would be worst in the NFL. So your defense thrives on taking the ball away. If the 49ers can just avoid that, they're going to be able to move the ball on your team, RJ. And here's the thing. Since week eight, the 49ers have the second most explosive passing plays in the league. So they have figured out how to generate big plays. They just don't throw the ball down. Throw the ball. Get the ball to Debo. That's how you do it. Get the ball to Debo and he'll explode. That's it. Yep. That's how Jimmy Garoppolo does it. It's not through the air. It's basically get the ball as fast as I can to the wrecking balls we have. They call them the Yak Bros in San Francisco. Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Debo Samuel, and they do the rest. So in case anybody doesn't listen uh, to the SB Nation NFL show, number one, shame on you, but every Sunday night, Stats has put together or puts together a fantastic wrap-up of the day's action. So he is fully aware of everything that is happening throughout the NFL. He is um, you know, basically the voice of God at the SB Nation NFL <laughs> show. Wow. So all that being said, Stats, you have seen every Cowboys game to a certain degree, and I'm going somewhere with this, but who, what, what team that the Cowboys have played this year would you like in the 49ers to most? Hmm. There's no other team like the 49ers in oh, the sport, RJ. Gosh, this is so stupid. <laughs> I, I wish the Saints had gotten in over the 49ers so badly. How dare you? No. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I can't. Who do you want me to say? Because I know you obviously want me to say something because you you have this set up. Well, I would say the Saints, but their quarterback is better. Um, so <laughs> I can't say that. I honestly think the team that is like the the carbon copy that is most similar is the Broncos. That's that's the the team that, you know, kind of hiding a quarterback, not to the same degree, but but allowing a very talented roster to beat you in, in other senses. And like the Denver Broncos, if the 49ers can get out to a big lead here, that might be enough. That was one of the games that the Cowboys defense did not force a turnover in. And so, you know, that's an interesting point that you brought up. Four times the Cowboys have not forced a turnover in a game. The quarterbacks they have faced. So, you know, it's whether or not you think Jimmy is closer to these guys or farther apart. Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Kyler Murray. Is Jimmy Garoppolo cut from that same cloth? Uh, he's better than one of them, but that's probably it to be honest. Which which one is he better than? Oh, he's not better than Carr. He's not better than Cousins for sure. He's not better than Kyler. Who is the other one? Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Garoppolo is better than Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know, dude. But it's close. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair to Teddy, it's close. Who are we not paying attention to on, on the Cowboys side of things? Because it's been a conversation about Debo Samuel, George Kittle, um, Elijah Mitchell, somebody whose songs you've been singing a lot throughout the season. Defensively, it's Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. But like, who's somebody who we are, who who the non-Niners Nation aficionado uh, is not acknowledging ahead of this game? Uh, if I had to pick somebody, I think I'm going to go on defense, and it's linebacker Aziz Alshire, number 51. He is 
fast as all hell, and he is everywhere on the field for the 49ers. He's been hurt, and the hope is that he can come back and play in this one. And between he and Fred Warner, they are so fast. The Niners' D-line clogs up the middle of the field, and they're just like, okay, Fred and Aziz, you just chase down anything that goes to the edges. And most of the time they do. They are just incredibly lightning fast. And if Drake Greenlaw is back out there, their other linebacker, that's essentially what the 49ers want to do. So if if you're looking for an unheralded guy that I know most people outside of the 49ers bubble don't know, it's number 51, Aziz Alshire. On the other side of that, which cowboy worries you the most? I initially thought Micah Parsons, but now I I feel a little better about that. To be honest with you, the audacity stats. Wow. Here's why. Here's why I'm not totally worried about Micah Parsons. I think Kyle's going to try to attack him from the neck up. Kyle's whole game plan, I think, is going to be to try to confuse Micah with pre-snap motion and guys doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, you know, Kyle Juszczyk acting like he's blocking for a counter and then completely spinning in the other direction and lead blocking in the other way. I think you you can't stop Micah physically. He's he's a lion, as he has said. But I think if you can confuse him, he is still a rookie. And I think that's going to be Kyle's game plan. The guy that that I'm starting to worry about is actually your wide receiver whose name is it was Cedric Wilson. No. Yeah, is, is, is that it your Cedric answer? Wilson? Yes, is that your answer? So it's not Amari Cooper, not Ceedee Lamb, to be clear. No, okay, because they're going to get theirs. Like if Dak has time to throw, they're going to get theirs. I mean, just look at what Cooper Cup did to the 49ers. The whole game plan for the Niners, right, is stop Cooper Cup, and he had like 120 yards and caught the go-ahead touchdown at the end of the game. So they're going to get theirs, but I just worry about the. Wilson, man, I think that he's really effective. And I've seen the Niners burn people with Jawan Jennings last week. He burned the Rams. He's like their third, fourth target in the offense. So those guys can hurt you. And for some reason, I just have this like sneaky feeling that he's going to pop one. It might not be a touchdown, but it's going to be a big play. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
So first of all, uh, my dog Bear just barked. Stats always has to be really kind whenever Bear barks when he and I are recording on another show, but now he can't say anything, which is really nice. Way to go, Stats. Way to, way to hold it in there. I know it was tough for you. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it's funny because when you mentioned Kyle Juszczyk, like I could totally see him having like like a 38-yard touchdown. Like that, like that would like that, like they're just being this like breakdown moment of like Kyle Juszczyk just had this like you know like crazy you know run after the catch like bowl somebody over whatever and you're like how did this happen you know type of moment and I could see Cedric Wilson on the flip side he's had a really interesting season um for your own knowledge you're filling in for Michael Gallup who obviously missed a lot of time early on and now is, is out for the rest of the season so you know Cedric Wilson had two touchdowns last week uh, against uh, a mutual friend of ours and Brandon Lee got and we'll see if he can do it against your team um I, I want to shift stats to kind of the legacy of this. You have been uh, very hard on, on the 49ers and that they have tried to try to pretend it's 2019 over and over and over again. They've been trying to do that. They've been trying to get back to this point. You talked on the oddcast this week, uh, which people can listen to on the SB Nation NFL show, how the Buffalo Bills are kind of in that mindset. Like this has all been about just getting back here. And so for the 49ers, Everything since losing the Super Bowl has been about this week. It's been we have to get back here. What if they lose? What, what does that mean? Like what you know? Th- this is a rivalry. It's a historic rivalry. If if the if the Cowboys beat the 49ers, do they break their will a little bit, or is it is it just a you know what we were in over our heads? It was never going to work with Jimmy. We you know we hey it was a good year, but we have a lot of work to do in 2022. I think actually that the week that you're kind of talking about, like that result was last week. Because if the mm. Niners lose that game to the Rams, then you can say Kyle Shanahan has missed the playoffs in four out of his five seasons as a head coach. He keeps losing all these games. We keep hearing about how great he is as a game a game planner, you know. But now Kyle Shanahan wins that game. He can say, I've made the playoffs in two of the last three years, and I've gone to the Super Bowl. What it is fraud. amazing how the legacy has shifted just on the results of that one game. So even if they do lose to the Cowboys, I think it's going to be more – Hey, they gave it a shot. They tried to run it back with Jimmy Garoppolo. It didn't work. Now it's going to be Trey Lance next year. And then we'll see what Kyle Shanahan really is made of. So you have also been very hard on Mike McCarthy. You have said, in fact, you said on the oddcast, I'm not a McCarthy guy. Kind of a a sweeping blanket generalization, an irresponsible Mm -hmm. thing for a person to do in this line of work. But hey, you know, it's just just my, my two cents. If the 49ers lose to Mike McCarthy, how do you, Rob Stats Guerrero, square that? It's going to be tough because I have called Mike McCarthy a potato. So <laughs> that is going to be hard for me. I'm not going to lie. I just don't have any faith in him to come up with any sort of creative game plan. And I certainly don't have any kind of faith in him whatsoever to manage a game situationally. I could see him making the exact same mistake that Sean McVay made last week. You get into crunch time. You get into a big spot. The Niners punt the ball back with just it was right after the two minute warning. The Niners have all three timeouts. And what does McVay do? Run, run, run. The Niners call their timeouts. They get the ball back. They go down and they eventually tie the game. Like if you're the Rams, you traded all those picks to get Matthew Stafford for that exact moment. And then you take the ball out of his hands. And to me, I could see Mike McCarthy doing a similar thing in a similar situation. I just don't think he is a very good situational game manager. And in a big spot, in a playoff game, a lot of times it comes down to that. And I'll take my chances. I don't think the Cowboys would run the ball. I think their version of that is they would 
I don't know, they would they would kick a go-ahead field goal or attempt a go-ahead field goal with Greg Zerline, their super shaky field goal kicker, and then <laughs> miss it and and be scrambling and be like, what happened? How did the guy who missed a kick in half of his games this season miss? That was so <laughs> unpredictable. What, you know, wow, this is so unfair. Um, I mentioned it. Um, good job by me. This is a historic rivalry. It's kind of a new chapter for Cowboys Niners fans of old. Is is it epic? Like, is this what you wanted? Like, does it does it feel like Cowboys Niners to you? And and I think, by the way, I haven't told you this or reminded you of this. Remember, we talked last year when the NFL flexed out of Cowboys 49ers oh. on Sunday night football uh, in in favor, incidentally, for Browns Giants. Uh, <laughs> which, seriously, I mean, it's crazy to think that that really happened. Like the rivalry we talked then, like, man, this has fallen so far. This is so bad. This is so embarrassing, et cetera. Here they are now. This is going to be one of the most highly rated games of the season. One of the most highly rated television programs of the year when 2022 is over. Does it feel epic to you? It feels epic to me, but I got to tell you, like I'm in the minority. Most people don't know about the 49ers Cowboys rivalry. And I'm sure people listening to this know, but if anybody doesn't, maybe you're born in 2000 or something and you're not really a history buff. The last time the 49ers and Cowboys played in the playoffs, was 1994 it was the NFC Championship game. There was a combined 10 Hall of Famers in the starting lineups for that game. It was also that rigged is... for the 49ers to win, just so uh -huh. we're clear. Yeah, right. I wasn't even going to mention who won that game, but since you brought it up, we did win. Um, but like that was what these teams were. The whole season just was precursor to the NFC title game, which everybody in the world knew was going to be 49ers and Cowboys. They were epic, and the rivalry goes back in the 90s. It goes back in the 80s. It goes all the way back to the 70s, frankly. Like, this is not a, a recent thing. This is a legacy of rivalry games. And so, to me, it feels big. I hope we see all the old, you know, John Madden, Pat Summerall footage. And keep going all the way back to the catch and all that stuff. Like, this is, a, this is NFL royalty. I'm really, really happy that CBS is on the call for this. Like, all due respect to Fox. It just... This I I kind of I want Jim Nance's voice to be the voice on this when when we look back on it in 20, 30 years, whatever, um, just kind of has that Jim Nance feel. It's different. Like we've heard a lot of I mean, you've heard a lot of Joe Buck Niners playoff games. You know what I'm saying? Like this is cool. Like I I like spicing it up. I like it being a little bit different. Um, I like the Blazers being involved. So that will be very cool. This is the best uniform matchup in the NFL. There's oh. no other uniform combination that is better than this. And, you know, like you mentioned that there are younger people who listen, both at Blog of the Boys and the Niners Nation. That, like, you think Colts-Patriots was a rivalry? Like, no, that's that's weak. Like, you think even like Ravens-Steelers, like, I know that's a division rivalry. It's different. Like, there is nothing, no non-division rival rivalry that is as big as this. I don't know if you can even think of one that comes close. My favorite aspect of this rivalry is a story that Michael Irvin tells, and I love this story. The, the Cowboys win the Super Bowl in 1993. And like two days after the Super Bowl, they fly to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl. And Jerry Rice sneaks up behind Michael Irvin at the Pro Bowl and says, I chased you all year and I couldn't catch you. And I just want you to know I'm already training for next year. Like that's the Cowboys 49ers rivalry. That's what this is. See, similarly for me, I think I've told you this before. One of my favorite NFL quotes is Steve Young on the episode of America's Game that chronicles the 94 49ers. And you, you talked about it. It was, it was just a formality. It was the NFC title game is, is Dallas-San Francisco. But Steve Young says, we showed up to training camp that year 
to beat the Cowboys in the NFC Championship. I love that. Like, I love the disrespect to the Chargers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like we did not care who the AFC champion was going to be. The season was about beating the Dallas Cowboys. And like, that's how intense this is and was. So it's nice to see it kind of rekindled. It had been a long time. I can't think of the last Dallas-San Francisco game that had this much juice. Granted, it's a playoff game. I know the 2014 season opener, like you get like the season opening vibes, but that was nothing like this. No, no, this is way, this is the biggest game, playoff game that they've played since that championship game, for sure. Let me ask you a question, RJ. You saw what the Niners fans did in LA. They took over that stadium last week. Are you at all worried that the faithful are going to invade AT&T? I've never told you this. Um, I think that's a super dumb nickname. I hate that. Like, I, I like why? Just because it starts with an F and, like, <laughs> and you know, like that's dumb. Like 49ers nation would sound so much cooler. You know, to me, like everybody's got a nation. I know, but like faithful, like that's just. I mean, it's. I don't like it. Like, it, I, whatever. But um, the, you know, the photo that's been going around has been of the broadcast from that 2014 season opener, where you could see like the sea of red. And I forget who made this point, but it is a good one in that that was a season opener. Like different, you know. Like there are all sorts of Cowboys fans who are like it's a playoff game. Like so, I could see there being a lot less, you know inclination to sell your playoff ticket or whatever blah, blah. i mean i realize the prices make it difficult but i think that i don't think it will be as bad i think there will certainly be a contingency of 49ers fans but i i do think the cowboys crowd because they've been super successful this season so like everyone's kind of been waiting for this moment so every, everyone's been waiting to release it, it's a little bit different than i don't mean this disrespectfully but like the niners who kind of snuck in at the very end where you're like i don't know are they gonna make whatever like no this this was always going to happen they were going to host a wild card game Everybody knew that. And so I do expect a lot of people to be there. They're whiting the stadium out stats. Like, how do you stand a chance? Mm, could be a mistake because you're going to notice if there are 49er fans there, you're going to notice the red. It's going to stand out. Plus, it's going to be red and white. That's like 49ers color. So it's going to look even better. I've always thought, by the way, like when NBA teams do that, they'll have like a, like a blue out or something mm -hmm. like that. And they'll wear their blue jerseys. And it's like, you're hurting yourself because you're like camouflaging yourself with the crowd you know <laughs> you know what i mean like you're, you're helping your opponent because they'll stand out so um you know it is what it is um stats uh people can listen to you on niners nation and on the SB nation nfl show they can also watch you this week on the blog and the boys preview show on our youtube channel do you have any other thoughts any anything else you want to get off your chest actually um i rescind that question and i want you to explain something that has been your idea to sell the listener all right stats has wanted us to do kind of these audio vault episodes over an off season where we i don't know sit back and talk about the 92 nfc championship or whatever we recount great dallas san francisco games so stats sell the listener and if you loyal listener think that we should do this this coming off season tweet at me at rg ochoa and at stats at stats on fire stats make your pitch but we've just been explaining about how this rivalry goes back and how it's so deep and rich. And I want to dive into all of that. I mean, you're talking about blue blood franchises in the NFL here. And I think Silver you and, and I, you, you and I need to have it out. Who is the better franchise? We'll take a historic look. We'll go back through some of the big moments. We'll go back and compare some of the big players. You can try to compare Troy Aikman to Steve Young if you want, but good luck. I mean, oh we can God. we can dive into all of this, you know, go position by position, you know, in the middle of the offseason in July when there's nothing going on. I would love to sit down with you and just hammer this thing out and finally convince you over to my side. You know, 
there has never been another Troy Aikman, but there is another Steve Young, and his name is Taysom Hill. Okay. Uh, yeah, according <laughs> to Sean. Oh my God, Sean Payton. How'd that uh, work out for you, buddy? Enjoy um, watching us at home. Stats is wonderful. His birthday was on Tuesday. Happy belated birthday to you, Stats. Even though I told you on Tuesday. Anything else? This is not. Now's your chance. You know, get it off your chest. But you, you, as a member of the faithful. First of all. The league should have let the Niners and Cowboys wear the 94 throwback uniforms in this game. Terrible job by the NFL to not let that happen. But also, I just want you to know that even when the 49ers win, I will be gracious in victory. I will still be your friend. Mm. And, you know, you and I can still have a good show. Okay. All right. So everybody knows stats um, hates puppies. Uh, Rob, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. And uh, I wish you health, wealth, and happiness, but just a terrible sports Sunday this week. Right back at you. Big time shout out. Big time thank you to Stats for taking the time to join us once again on Twitter at Stats on Fire. Does a fantastic job at Niners Nation and at the SB Nation NFL show. Nobody, again, does it like him. He is awesome. I love working with him. I love getting to host a show with him every single Thursday. I really do think we will plan on doing those kind of deep dives into history. Um, you know, we'll do that here at Blogging the Boys and at Niners Nation over the offseason, you know, way after the Cowboys Super Bowl parade and stuff, uh, obviously. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, you have that to look forward to, but I am so looking forward to Sunday. I cannot wait for this game. I cannot wait for all of the games. Again, it's felt like we've been just waiting and waiting and waiting to get here. We, we've had to go through so much to get right back here. Um, we all, you know, obviously were hoping that the Cowboys would beat the Rams in the divisional round three years ago, and they didn't. And ever since that moment, we've been waiting to get right back here. So it's really exciting that we're back. It's really exciting that the Cowboys are healthy, that they have everything, you know, this this is all we could have asked for, really. I think this is the best shot we could have asked for. And, you know, if the Cowboys can move on and, and write a new chapter, like, like we've said so far on this episode, and do it in, in epic fashion, I mean... That'd be awesome. I'm, I'm just really excited. So um, I'll be back the next time you'll hear from me. Uh, besides the the clip we post from the SB Nation NFL show, we'll be on our postgame show. We will have a new episode of Riled Up coming your way later on today. We'll have a new episode of Girls Talking Boys tomorrow. We'll have a new episode of Cowboys Oi on uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, and then a new episode of Two Minute Warning on Saturday as well. And like I said, I'll be here. It'll be a live Dallas Cowboys postgame show as it always is. Always is. You can watch it on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel or Facebook page and we'll be here to talk about what happens. So um, however you're going to watch, whatever you got going on, I hope it's great. I hope it, it's a memory that, that we all cherish forever. And uh, I hope you have the best day ever. I really do. I hope I hope you have the greatest day of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.